Now on Drama on News Talk, director Orla Foyle and producer Alan Meany bring you the story of May Mullen. In 1900s Ireland, a fiercely independent woman rallies against traditional expectations in May's End. They're finished excellent. Do you not see that? I'm only looking at its teeth. It has jewels for teeth. All teeth is ivory. Even our teeth are ivory. Well, you and your daughter can call yourselves experts, James Mullen, but I like to check the wares anyway. They're grand heads on them, no doubt, but the world is full of tricksters. And I'm not saying anything against you or your bright daughter, but I am a diligent man, and the missus would murder me in my bed if I came home with any adult. None of them are duds. Look at the eyes on them. I polish their hooves and I give them the sweetest day, and they know I love them. Well, isn't that the marvel you have there, James Mullen? Not one of my cattle were ever found wanting, Pierce Egan. Well, I might consider a couple. See this now? Isn't this a bite mark from some dog or other? No. I wouldn't call you a liar, but I know me animal marks. If it isn't a dog, then what is it? Cows fight amongst themselves. You made that mark with your nail. Rain her in, Mullen. He won't. Me. You want to be careful with your daughter. She has a mouth and a tongue to get up a man's spine. What'll you give me for those cows, then? I'm not happy with their finish. Now who's lying? Me. I won't give you anything more than 50 for the latter. Don't you fuck off. Them four are worth that apiece. And what's May's word on it? The same. Well, I can't fathom how blind you both are to the miserable specimens you have here. Well, why don't you fuck off back home to your missus then? You're a piece of no doubt, May Mullen. You're your father's grand little heifer, aren't you? (laughs) 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 Ah, you're being hasty. Sure hasn't your father a reputation in all these Midlands to beat any other dealer in the near vicinity. Fifty-five now, and that's a fair offer. Go away with yourself. There's me on those animals that would fit King George V's banquet plate. A man of your eyesight should see that, Egan. What's going on here now? Daylight robbery. You can talk. Lovely day, May. Hello, Mr. Reed. Mr. Reed, sir? The horseman, the big man, the English. I'm not English. I'm as Irish as you. If you say so, sure none of us will question it. Except for a few of the boys. (laughs) (laughs) Well, perhaps I can help this impasse. There isn't any need. Uh, We're almost there, Mr. Reed. Do your best, so. The cows are finished beyond doubt, Egan. You cannot deny that. Well, there's that mark on his left hind thigh now. There's good mate infected. You only have to use your two eyes to see the rotten muck on the cut's edge. You're a damn liar. Take it easy, me. What's your best price, Mullen? 25 ahead. Fair price. Oh. Terrible mm-hmm. there. I made there or she knocked the ears off you, Pierce Pie. Your offer, Egan? 13. That's what I think of as offer. <laughs> me, no. We'll come down to 23. Sure, that's gold in China you're asking for. Everyone stand back and 
give a bit of air to this dilemma. You're enjoying this, aren't you, sir? Playing with us natives. Behave yourself, Thomas Gagan. Right you are, Mr. Reed. I'll consider 20. Every one of them is worth that china gold, and all credit goes to me. Look at the hides in them. Their bright eyes and the polish she's given to their hooves. Egan? May is a good cattlewoman. I'll give you that. Maybe it's her you should be buying. Shut up! Shut your filthy, useless mouth! <laughs> we'll take 18. Well, Miss Mullen has her hand out to deal. Give me yours, Egan. I'll go up to 14 and no more. Miss Mullen? 17. Well, your hands are close now. Another step from both of you, and we can strike the deal. 16. They're prime cattle, and he knows it. Fourteen and a half, so. What do you say, May? Fifteen. There you go, Egan. A spit in her hand, ready to deal. Well, I suppose the missus might find something for the cut. And there is no doubt that May Mullen has a way with cattle. There's my hand, too. <laughs> well... That's a good end to the morning business, Mullen. It is, Mr. Reed. Uh, will you join us for a pint? Uh, no, Mullen, but uh, thank you. Too dirty for the likes of you, Mr. Reed. Not at all, Gagan. But I have a horse to sell and eggs to buy for the cook. Elizabeth hopes to see you soon, Miss Mullen. Can I buy you a pint, May? No. I go on, you love your pint, May. Leave her be, you tyke. Things they say about you, May. The darling daughter selling the cattle and your brother home in the kitchen. <laughs> yes, May. Two pints, please, Kate. Your father looks happy from here. He's content. Is he now? And how is Jim? He's well. He's working hard. Look, dirty me. It's the mud. If I didn't know any better, I'd say there was vermin living on you. It's a wonder Jim never comes instead of you. He prefers the quiet. That's not what he said to me. What did he say? There's one ready for you now. What did he say, Kate? He said that you're the living image of your dead mother and your father is afraid that you'll leave him too. Here's your other pint, May. I'm telling them about that Mr. Reed, May. Him and his horses. He took May's hand and told her to spit in it, yeah? And told Egan to do the same. Then he forced their hands into a handshake. I might have got more out of Egan if the English hadn't turned up. <laughs> <laughs> Him and his leather boots. Did you see them on him, May? I didn't, Daddy. Oh, grand big boots. I'd say the frost would just drip off them in the winter. What is you cross, me? I'm not cross. She's missing her cows. <laughs> she sings to them and brushes the hair from their eyes. I often see her standing close to them, her arm across their back shoulders, singing. Would you credit that? You tell that story all the time, Daddy. 
Are you sure she isn't one of them changelings that might have come after your Nancy died? What? Who said that? Don't mind him, Daddy. Fuck off, Tommy Kagan. You have a mouth, May. And your eyes are spitting. Only fairy bastards can do that. Me! He deserves us, and more! If you and your father are going to make a mess of this place, you can leave now, me uh, we're, we're grand, Kate. We're, we're grand. Look, I'll have another pint, and, and so will me. Are you and Tommy Gagan not talking these days? No, Daddy. I thought you were sweethearts. Ah, uh, we're not. You'll have a big farm one day. I don't want his farm. Why not me, my darling? Because I have my own farm. Christ me. What are you going to cop onto yourself? You can't, you, you can't always be like me. On the farm or at the fair. You'll have to get married, and you'll have to be different. The likes of Gagan won't stand for a wife that spends time with cattle and drinks with men in the pub. I will not marry Tommy Gagan. <laughs> oh, 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 me. You'll have to marry someone. Mammy said she never wanted to marry. When did she say that? Jim told me. He heard her say it once. Your mother was not right in her head. Well, I'm right in my head. Your mother was a beautiful woman, but she got sick in her mind. Perhaps she married you because she had to. What? What kind of filthy language is that? That reed woman is ruining your head with books. She's my friend, Daddy. My friend. She's a Protestant English bitch. Hush, Pablo. How was the head? Fine. Kate says you made a show of yourself. I did not. I'll kick kill that dog. No, you won't. Be a good boy now, Pablo. Where's my tea? Under the tea cloth. Kate says Gagan was there. But he'd be a handy one for you now. Don't murder the bread while you're at it. Daddy says I should be at the fairs. You prefer the fields. Anyway, you don't like cows. They're just animals, May. You don't know how to look. finish them. The ones we brought home last night, you wouldn't know the first thing about them. I know enough. And anyway, you're in danger of getting too old to have a husband. When I bring home a wife, what if you're still here? It's my home too. It'll be her kitchen, May. Dress up, May. Go to the next dance and smile at Tommy Gagan. Otherwise, you'll die alone. I'll die with me own self if I have to. Are you right, son? I am. Is he going to the cattle fairs now instead of me? Ah, me. You'll still have your cows. 
It's just that Jim has prospects and he'll have... Oh, to show off to Kay Cahill. He can't even talk to the buyers. He stutters. I don't! There. Do you stutter with her, Jimmy boy? Do you get afraid of her? Son, none of that. She's your sister. You're too fond of her. She was Manny's pet too. I didn't even know her. Oh. The two of ye will kill me with your fighting. Daddy, is it your heart? No, no, no. Oh, God is good. I'm a bit tired. You and your mouth, May. All you and Daddy want is me put away nice and safe with Tommy Gagan. And you'll be king of this place. (laughs) We're off to play cards, May. Come on now, Jim, and, and, and it's all forgotten now, Jim. Oh, the country's real sensation. Oh, the big noise. Go to sleep, Pablo. They won't be home till the morning. In here, it says that vermin are rats, worms, any animal that preys on game. It says fleas too. Did I get them from you, Pablo? <laughs> She's the bloody vermin. She wants her teeth in Jim. He'll be lost to me then. And I'll be lost then too. Did you stay up reading, Arthur? Good night now. Good night, Daddy. Good night, Daddy. Oh. Daddy! Daddy! Please, Daddy! He's dead! What? No. I like looking out at your garden. The roses spill over onto the path, and Theo tells me he can't stop walking on them. How are you, May? Everything's Jim's now. Well, that was to be expected, May. He says I can finish the cows, but I can't be a cattle dealer anymore. It's not fitting. It's made me unnatural. I can sell my hen's eggs while he sells the cows. Theo says you do resemble a small wild queen when you haggle over your cows. Even he would agree with your brother. Why would he? He's concerned for you. As am I. We are your friends. Jim is Court and Kate, the publican's daughter. Theo informed me. She thinks I'm full of vermin. She serves in her father's pub. She's uneducated. What will happen to me now? I'll take six of your fine eggs. Thank you, missus. I wouldn't pay that if the devil himself offered me the money. What sort of fool you take me for? You're a liar. They're the best cows in this mart. I'll be gentle with you now since your daddy is only a few months dead, but this kind of carry on with your prices. Sure, he's turning in his grave. Then get lost, honey Gagan. Me? Ah, May. Ah, go on to fucking turn in your own grave. May. 
You'd want to watch this sister of yours, Mullen. I can watch myself, like I watched myself with you, Tommy Gagan. You wouldn't want anyone to know what you showed me once, would you? Shut her mouth, Mullen. He won't. If he knows what's good for him, he won't. Me? Go, me. Get lost. Point. Spending your hin money, me? That's none of your business. Jim has taken me up to Dublin some fine day. Have you ever been there? I've been to Moat. <laughs> Dublin is not Moat. Dublin has fine ladies who wear silk and these pretty hats that hide half their faces so that the men have to bend down to see their eyes. Jim is going to buy me a hat like that. It will be turquoise with one blue and green feather. And he's going to buy me an evening stole that I can wear on special occasions and on Sundays. Jim thinks the world of me. Here you are, me. Mind you keep yourself sober. Let me go. Do you not love me? Why would I? You're on your own without your father. That new wife of Jim's will make sure you have nothing. I, I love nothing then. Come on, May. Be a good girl and just touch it. I've touched it enough. Oh, you're a rotten, mean bitch, May. I can give you your own house and your own kitchen. You can buy all the hens you want. I'll be a real husband to you. You'll be set up. And what about your cattle? What about them? May, my cattle is mine, not yours. Let me go then. Let me go, you mean fucker bastard. There's none there. May. Your milk is sour. It is not. What sort of curtains are they? Our mother made them. Jim, take them down. I don't want a dead sinful I, woman's I will, handiwork on my windows. I'll do it now. Take them down now, Jim. She wasn't sinful. She drowned it herself. Didn't she, Jim? Kate, oh, Kate. Well, I won't have Anton unlucky in my house, Jim. Your house. Mamma cleaned it so well this morning, Kate. And I won't have that dog in my kitchen. It's my kitchen. Christ, Pablo, shut the fuck up. Jim, don't. Good enough for it. Well done, Jim. Put it outside, May. No. I'll build it a kennel first chance I get. It'll be a good kennel, May. Don't indulge her, Jim. Pablo always sleeps by the range. I'm not putting him anywhere else. Don't you raise your hand to me, Jim. That thing has fleas. They won't go near you. Her hands, Jim. The state of her hands. She makes bread with those hands. My hands are as clean as yours, Kay Cal. And God knows what you've picked up in your father's pub. You keep a civil tongue, May, and that dog is going outside. Pablo! Pablo! I wish I could stay out here with you, Pablo. Ah, 
They're all after me to marry that bastard Tommy Gagan. I didn't like it, Pablo, when I touched it. I think you're supposed to. I'm sure she likes it. All her. Jim! 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 Oh, Jim, 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 Jim! You'd think he was throttling her. She made me put away the photograph of me and Jim when we were small. Good morning, ladies. And what have you for me this morning, Coletta? Two eggs. Well, thank you, my lady. Bok, bok. And you, Frederica. Uh, one again. That's disappointing now. Good morning, Julianne. And what have you for me? Three eggs. Ah, that's lovely. Good woman. And another three from Marguerite. Uh, one only from Beatrix. Uh, you're going to have to keep working on that now, Beatrix. We've talked about this before. And another two from Gretchen Grace. Ah. And one from Evangeline. We'll say nothing of Evangeline. I'm busy. How many eggs this morning, May? Enough. Give them to me so. No. I'm the woman of the house, May. They're my hens and they're my eggs and it's my money. No. Jim gives you pin money, doesn't he? And you have a roof over your head. You are nothing but a wife. Give me my eggs, me. Jim! Jim! He's already out in the fields. You bitch! You spoiled Protestant-loving bitch! And I've heard about you and Tommy Gagan. You're just a whore like your mother. Oh! You pick up your eggs if you want them so much. You're nothing but a dirty whore, my woman. You're listening to May's End on Drama on News Talk. Will you have milk or lemon, May? Milk, please, Elizabeth. And some fruitcake, May. Thank you. Your temper is so unbridled, May. Jim lifted the sweeping brush to me. He won't have anything said to her. Oh, dear God. Your house is so violent. I mean, Theo occasionally blames me for the cook spoiling our Sunday roast. And he often hits his horses too much. But he is sweet-natured enough once he's never challenged to his face. Mm. You'll have to learn how to control your actions, May. I just want... I just want to be myself. What does that mean? It means I'm just me. And no one has me. Oh. I think I shall ring for more tea. Theo will be arriving soon. Have a little bit more buttered fruitcake, May. It's Theo's favourite treat. Heel! Heel, boys! Heel! Heel! Theo! My cushions! (laughs) (laughs) Hello, Pablo! And Brutus! And Nero! And Apollo! Hello, May! Cake! Wonderful! Tea with milk with May! 
How lovely you look, May. Doesn't she, Theo? You belong here, May, with Elizabeth and her books, and with me. Don't frighten her, Theo. <laughs> Am I frightening you, May? No, I'm not frightened. Did you bake the fruitcake this morning, Elizabeth? Surely you know how I feel about you, May. I don't know, Mr. Reed. Is that right? You really don't know? Have you seen my hands, Mr. Reed? Mucky nails and red hard skin on the palms. I've always loved you, May. I loved you since I first saw you with your cows at the fair, wiping the ground with all those cattlemen. I said to myself, that's the kind of good and spirited woman I want on my arm. I'm not a bit good, Mr. Reed. Theo, May. My name is Theo. I see you as good. That's all that matters. Elizabeth says you are the perfect material for a future bride of mine. Does she? Elizabeth's never married, Mr. Theo. Uh, there was someone she loved once, a friend of mine, but he died and nothing would make her love again. Theo, Mr. Reed, Theo, I'm not... Do you, do you think I haven't heard the talk, May? I walk around just to hear the talk about you, May, because it brings you close to me. It has never mattered. It doesn't matter if it's true or if it ever was, May. Tommy Gagan, he is nothing. A useless nothing. What has he taught you? Nothing but dirt. I can teach you so much more. I can teach you Paris. I can teach you all the wonders of Rome. Like your man Michelangelo Seelan in one of Elizabeth's books. <laughs> yes, May, yeah. You see, you can make me laugh. Oh, May, think about me, please. I think of you in your house with your brother and his wife. It is no longer your home, May. How it must hurt you to see her rule what was once yours. I imagine you there scrabbling for your place, your sister-in-law's kitchen help. And soon you will be taking care of the baby while Jim and his wife swan away to Dublin again. The baby, the baby. May. What, Mr. What, Theo? Kiss me, May, just a kiss. Sit on the doorstep. Goodbye. What are you drinking? Porter. Oh, Jesus. I can't stand her screams. Can I have one of your cigarettes, sir? I'm glad she's got pain. I wish her all the pain in the world. You're a hard bitch, May. We were fine till you brought her home. It's what men and women do, me. It's what Daddy and Mammy did. You'll go to someone else's house too. Ah, I will not. That's it. 
Oh, Sacred Heart of Jesus. That's it. Everything is mine now. My bunny lies over the ocean. My bunny lies over the sea. My bunny lies over the ocean. Oh, bring back my bunny to me. Oh, wash a pretty baby. Wash a pretty boy. Don't you think little baby James is the prettiest baby you ever saw, Pablo? The apple of his father's eye and his mother's little prince. Last night as I lay on my pillow, last night as I lay on my bed, last night as I lay on my pillow, I dreamed that my poor Bonnie was dead. I wonder what would happen if pretty Prince Baby James died, Pablo. Jim wouldn't die of grief. He loves the farm too much. She might die of grief. She might go mad. Little Prince James, all gone away and never seen again. She'd sit in the kitchen and turn to mould. Then I could sweep her away bit by bit until there's nothing left. Do you know, my little majesty, that your daddy and I used to go rowing on the lake and catch fish? Fish? is lovely with butter and salt and it drips down your throat like pieces of silk. Jim always caught more fish than me and I was always happy that he did because I had the minding of the cows and it's only the men that mind cows, Jim told Daddy, but Daddy said, I had the golden touch. A bad-tempered cow would only have to hear my voice and it was gentle right before you. Jim never liked the water though. Mammy walked into the lake here and drowned, so Jim would only ever went rowing because I made him. He was always minding me when we were young. The same ways I'm minding you now. Ah, oh, what are you fretting for? Oh, it's the sun on your face. Here, I'll fix your bonnet. Your bonnet from Dublin. You mind and me. It'll give you plenty of practice for your own with Tommy. Because they only think of Tommy. I think of a great big hole in the ground when I think of Tommy. When I think of Mr. E's, Theo. Still a hole, but... It is cushions and the dogs. Theo, my cushions, dear Theo. 
dog's paws don't belong on human settee cushions. I don't love him. I don't love anyone. He says he doesn't mind. It's a Theo, a silly man, baby. My Bonnie lies over the ocean. Shush, baby, shush. My Bonnie lies over the sea. Shush. Look at him, Pablo. He's all screwed up in red. Shush. My Bonnie lies over the ocean. Would you shush? My Bonnie, just, just shush for me. Shush, you're crying. For precious sake, just shush. What? Pablo, <laughs> he's not breathing. Wake, wake. Come on, baby. Wake up now, baby. Why isn't he breathing? Breathe. Come on, breathe. Oh, Jesus, make him breathe. Oh, Jesus, have I killed him? Please, James. Please, James, breathe. Breathe, please, James, breathe. Jesus, I murdered him. Breathe. Oh, thank God. Oh, thank you, Jesus. He's breathing, Pablo. He's breathing. My Bonnie lies over the ocean. Wait until your brother hears about this. I only took him for a walk by the lake. The stay, yeah. Drunken out by the lake. It's a wonder me child isn't drowned. I can hold my drink. Would you look at yourself? Sitting there as proud and drunk as a whore in hell. Would you... Would you please stop your thumping? You saunter in here all ears. And my baby, my baby under your arm, as if he and the whole world belonged to you. And, and, and that damn dog. I'll get Jim to shoot it. I'd shoot the pair of you if you tried. Quiet, Pablo, stop. Kate, I'm sorry. I'm sorry I took him out by the lake. I wanted to do something nice with him. You and Jim are always saying I should get used to him. I sang him a lullaby. And he was fine with me, Kate. He was safe. I'm sorry if I worried you. You're not sorry. I know you're not sorry. I told Jim months ago that when we got married, he'd have to put a stop to your gallop. But he's got a soft heart and he doesn't even see the blackness in you. You are never to touch my baby again. I don't want to. Right. Well, you behave yourself now, May Mullen. Because if you don't, I'll tell your brother to send you to the nuns and you can work with their mothers in the convent laundry. Where'll Pablo be without you then? 
This'll be a lovely apple tart for Jim's tea. He says he's never tasted one better. When I'm finished here, you can clean the place up, May, and lay the table for Jim's tea. He'll be home any minute now. And after that, May, you can count the eggs we have for the fair tomorrow. And May, no more porter for you in this house or outside it. Jim will make sure of that. That's sixpence, missus. Is that the baby? He's six months now. Is that the new pram from Dublin? It's from France, actually. The sunbonnet is from London. Oh, isn't he a lovely thing, May? Your baby nephew. May doesn't like babies. She prefers her porter. Ah, oh, oh well. Any lad is a blessing in the house. Mm, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. There's two shillings for you. Jim wants you home early, mind. Hello, May. It's a nice summer evening out there. Pint, please, Mr. Cahill. Now, May, I'm not going to go against your brother. A pint, please, Mr. Cahill. No, May. Sure, give the girl her porter. You can sit in the snug and have a bit of sherry, maybe. My money's as good as any man's here, Mr. Cahill. And now you're getting upset. Just sit inside like a good woman and I'll bring you a little glass of good sherry. Is it your egg money you're spending, May? Leave the girl alone, you. Come on now, May. Don't be making a scene. Point, please. Mr. Cahill. Sure, won't you sit on my lap, May, and I'll give you a sip of mine. There's Jim in the fields. Jim! Jim, come on, Pablo. Underneath it. Good boy. On your way home, May? You told him. You told him I couldn't have drink. Kate's afraid of you with the baby when you've drink taken. I wouldn't touch the baby. I know. You never touch it. <laughs> you could have one, eh? Instead of Pablo and all those books that school teacher woman gives you. I don't want a baby. I want... I want my own. <laughs> you sound like one. <laughs> she drove Daddy mad with all her talk of herself, babbling away to herself in the end. I watched her going out there to the lake, and I was glad when she didn't come back. Nancy! Oh, Nancy, why did you go? Couldn't you love me, Nancy? Your face, Nancy, your beautiful face. Get away from her. Could you not have stopped her? I told him not to cry, but he was mad crying. I said I was watching you, and everything would be better. And he looked at me as if I was the devil. But then you grew up just like her. No wonder he made more of you than me. You let her drown. You weren't even walking. You cried for her, but I had to feed you, clean your arse, mind you didn't fall and hurt yourself. I didn't let her drown. I just didn't stop her going to the lake. She just said, mind the baby, and she, she walked off and I watched her walk off in just her petticoats and I don't know. I told him everything will be better now. But you've always been here in my head with her. You could have stopped her. 
What? Haven't I been a good brother? When he took you with him on fair days, I said to myself that it was my penance for what I hadn't done. When you came home with him, both of you half drunk and happy, and me sitting there with a pot of hot tea ready, I said to myself, this is how Mammy would have done it. And when you grew up, you started to look like her, sound like her, babble like her. And then I found Kate, and I was able to put you and her house out of my head and only think of Kate. Jim, you killed her. No, I didn't. Kate said there was no telling. Kate said, I... I'm going to leave you. What? I am going to leave you. And where will you go? What will you do? You just know cattle and books. I can keep a house. I kept our house. She sits in it like Queen Muck with your baby. I can bake. I can cook. I can raise chickens. Oh, a wife does that. You're not a wife. I will not grow old in my old house. Under her foot. And not under yours, Jim. All of this is mine, May. This place is, uh, is mine. I never said it wasn't. It just shouldn't be all hers. Don't go. Don't go, May. I'll be a good brother. You can have your hen money back. And you can help me on fair day. You just have to behave yourself, that's all. I'm going, Jim. You can have your rotten wife and that baby of yours. Then go! Ah, Jesus, ah! What? My heart, it's burning. What? May, it's burning. God! What? Jim! Hold my hand, May. What's wrong, Jim? Jim! May. Jim. Of course, you and Theo will have your own house, so I won't have to worry about dog hair on the settee for much longer. It'll be a fine house, May, with everything you could need. Of course, Theo only has horses, but they can be just as interesting as cows, I'm sure. Come on, drink up your tea, May. Keep your colour up. There's time to grieve and a time to start living again. Now, what Kate did is understandable, in country ways. But it must have been terrible to see all your belongings thrown out in the yard when Jim died. I opened my two suitcases. They're only little. I looked for my photograph of Jim and me when we were small found an envelope with burnt ashes. I banged oh, on the back door, you but she wouldn't open. My Jim is dead. You're nothing to me now. She stood at the window and stared out at me. And I saw his ghost there. Don't be silly, May. I'm not being silly. It was him and not him. It was him now, and it was a him that lived before my mother died. I didn't see our father, just Jim, standing there. And he stared out at me too. I said to him, you're supposed to be in heaven. She and the baby just looked at me. The baby has his eyes. But I was looking at Jim's face. 
and all his skin was moving in and out of the window shadow, like dust cracking apart and joining again. You are overwrought, May. Stop it. All of it. He said to me, he didn't mean me, and he stood there as if he was in a photograph now with her and her baby. All of it. Them. And Pablo barked and barked and she opened the window and spat at me. I said goodbye to Jim. And then I turned around and I picked up my suitcases. And came here and I gave you a pretty room overlooking garden roses. And then Theo came and you said... Here she is, all for you. Here she is, all for you. It's your fairy tale ending, May. It's not my end. It is not. Because I go out to the horses and I listen to their breath and I rub their hides. And I remember my cattle and I remember the pubs that my father. May. And I spent the fair day. May, my darling daughter. I remember the spit and the talk. I remember the men with sweat on their faces. I remember the feel of money in me palm. And I remember the fierce, brilliant feeling of me being myself. Myself. May's End was written and directed by Orla Foyle, produced, recorded and edited by Alan Meany. The cast were Tara Finn, John Burke, Jerry Howard, Joan Gildee, Emer Creedon, Austin Pryor and Jerry Ferguson. The programme was supported by a grant from the Broadcasting Authority of Ireland as part of the Sound and Vision Scheme.